No, if we get kicked out of Paris, it's because you keep making dinner reservations and we keep showing up an hour later. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Persian girl. We're gonna podcast. get like blacklisted like, for being per- too Persian. You really can't do anything. Hashtag Britney Spears conservatorship, but she's free now. <laughs> That's why she had to be with a Persian guy because only he could understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Are are all Persian kids just living in conservatorships? Yeah. Like low key. That's actually kind of dark, and I don't have anything to offer. Just kidding. This is a primarily English speaking and uh, listening podcast. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. In this episode, me and Natalie discuss what had happened so far while she was visiting me in Paris. And the second half of the episode we sort of respond to the expression that we hear often, which is, which is, you know, hopefully with your husband, and the importance of solitary experiences. So without further ado, stay listening and keep kufting. Welcome. Salam. Bienvenue. To PPP. Persian <laughs> prostitute podcast. <laughs> uh, we are recording from our two-woman brothel in Paris. <laughs> um, normally, our names are Natalie and Millie, but today you can call us Gole and Sangam. Gole and Sangam? Yeah, those are prostitute names. Okay. <laughs> Millie, as you all know, has been in Paris for a hot sec. And I finally decided to come visit. Um, but of course, as we all know, in the Persian community, if two girls are alone on vacation together with no man to supervise mm-hmm. them, they are yes. obviously going to prostitute themselves. Yeah, because not only are we in a different state than our parents, a different city, we're also in a different country yeah. without our parents. So we just so... have all the freedom to whore ourselves yeah, out that's all we're doing in paris yeah that's all i came here for so <laughs> uh yes every night it doesn't stop <laughs> that sounded really bad <laughs> oh my god um do you think people are gonna think we're serious <laughs> <laughs> no we no that's really what we're doing in paris that's what i've been doing the past few months yeah i just came to i mean listen it's good money like the euro to the dollar is like... I was really inspired by Belle du Jour. So... <laughs> anyway. So yeah, I was really happy that Natalie could come and join me in this endeavor. Yeah, because it was too many men for one milli. She needed... For one milli. <laughs> a milli, a milli, a milli. If we're being completely serious now, this isn't PPP. This is PGP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Parisian girl yeah, Parisian <laughs> Um My no. name is Nathalie, and this is Millie, <laughs> and yeah. we are in Paris. 
You sound Israeli every time you do the French accent. <laughs> Wait, this morning with the old lady, and I was like, au revoir. And you're like, did you just say oval? <laughs> yes. I'm you're trying. Like, I'm trying. <laughs> no, oh Natalie's God. actually been very, I'm very impressed. Yeah, you're impressed. I am. By my French. Yeah. Well, you didn't you know what up. your pas de quoi meant, so I taught because you Because you said it in such a weird way, of course. Those are like the most basic words to know. How, would I, how wouldn't I know that? I can't form sentences without knowing those words. Oh, you guys can't see right now, but I'm just staring at Millie and like in annoyance. Like, <laughs> you're so annoying. I know. France has made you more pretentious and obnoxious. I, don't, I didn't think it could happen, but it has. No, I don't think so at all. So, mm-hmm. no, I've actually I've Tell had me a- more about how you don't think you're annoying. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a there's this thing that I noticed. Honestly, I've clashed a lot with Parisians, and like something that I keep saying is that they especially because I'm from America, they, a lot of people America. here, they, yeah, <laughs> as Murica, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> to Murica, to Mur- Diggy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were, yeah, we were saying that, like, to speak in Farsi, but then just say Murica. <laughs> Murica. <laughs> to Murica, Donya, Madame. But it's just, yeah, there's this elitism here, and they th- especially towards Americans, they think, oh, you have no culture, you're just American, and, and really that's not true at all. Like, I come from a very rich culture. There's too much culture I've grown <laughs> up with, so it's just kind of frustrating. Like They think you only speak English, like, no, thank you. Like I have my own customs, my own traditions. Yeah my own culture, my own, like, different language. Okay, but, like... So, like, you really need to drop the whole French elitist <laughs> act. And, I had really good experiences but, with Parisians. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, and, like, very... I, I suppose it's very uncommon. But I was really turned off yesterday by that one waiter. Okay, we went to this amazing Israeli restaurant. Naturally. Um, called Balagan here in Paris. Balagan. And, um... We had this amazing waitress named Mary, and we ate at the bar, and she kept feeding us free shots. Like, had the feeding best time. Feeding us shots. She also, well, <laughs> so I'm really indecisive, and she chose, like, all, all the food. food. Yeah. She just kept, and she, like, knew exactly like what to And we didn't like one of the dishes, and she took it off the bill. Like, she was just, like, the best. Yeah. And we're going back tonight just to see her. Yeah. Anyway, um, and then... Millie drops her phone on the floor in the beginning of the night, and Millie, in Millie fashion, is like, "I don't like my phone. I hate when people try to contact me. Like, why is everyone so obsessed with me?" I, so she's like, "I'm just gonna leave my phone on the floor all of dinner," because uh, apparently, like, that was a good idea in her head at the moment. And then <laughs> I call an Uber for us to go out after dinner. And then Millie thinks that she left her phone in the Uber. So we're, like, freaking out, like, trying to reach the Uber driver. And, like, I'm in Paris. I don't have a phone plan in Paris. I, I'm hopping from bar to bar asking the doormen to give me their Wi-Fi passwords so that I can call the Uber driver. The whole time, we didn't think that, like, I totally forgot that me and Millie have each other's locations. Um, and I don't know how I forgot that because um, every time I would go to see my ex-boyfriend, Millie would... 
um, coincidentally call or text me as I'm on my way to his place and be like, so Natalie, how's your day going? And I, I would keep forgetting that you have my location. I know. And I'm like, you're like, I'm and fine. I'm like, is really a psychic? Like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm on my way home from work. And you're like, oh, really? The New Jersey Transit is going to take you? There's a bus from yeah, Port Authority no that shame. goes to Long Island. I, I was no like, <laughs> anyway, so I don't know how I forgot that we have each other's locations and I didn't think to look up where her phone is. So the next day, the Uber driver is like checking in on us. He was such a nice guy. He like, we forgot to even tell him that we found the phone in the afternoon. And like, he called us at night twice to see if we had it. Okay, you're really skipping a lot of major things. I feel like we always, we always fight about how oh to God, tell a story. I, none of us, neither of us, we both tell stories like our parents, like out of order. I know, everything like, is out of order. God, Basically, like are. my life, our life has been a movie since Natalie so, has arrived in okay, Paris. Okay, let me finish the phone story. So anyway, so we go, I, I, I check my location finally. The next day I realize that I have Millie's location. I check it and we realize she left her phone at the fucking restaurant on the floor so we go back to the restaurant and we meet this girl and she looks like irish and it turns out she's iranian and like we like bond with her and whatever and then like her manager at the restaurant was like no english and and she's like yeah all the persians hate like when we speak english parisian parisian Uh, no it sounded like you said persian that's no it's parisian Okay. okay no no it's fine so, no just in case i don't want like okay. the listeners to oh, misunderstand so anyway <laughs> i just like want to because they kind of can sound similar if you're talking fast jesus christ oh my god <laughs> anyway um <laughs> take a shot every time natalie says anyway oh, fuck you <laughs> so <laughs> so um the manager like after telling us like we shouldn't be speaking english in his restaurant starts speaking hebrew so i answer him i answer him in hebrew i'm like oh so hebrew's okay but we can't speak english here and like usually when israelis hear another israeli speaking hebrew like they're like ah oh, we bond over it and he literally just like gave me a dirty look and then like didn't talk to me and i was like well obviously you're more per- parisian that you are Israeli, you fucking asshole. Like, yeah. fucking and then, Parisian and then in attitude, French, I was like, better than everyone. Like, and I was get like, the stick out of your ass. Like, get the fucking French yeah. baguette out from inside yeah, your ass. Yeah, take asshole. it out your ass and put it in your fucking <laughs> That's our slogan for our brothel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I was get, like, oh, okay, oh, really only French. And, and then mouth. in French, and then he like, he just gave me a dirty look too. Yeah, I, tried I did to not say like something. him. Was I like, hope he's oh, not there when we go back tonight. Calm the fuck I'm down. Only going like, to it's see not Mary. that serious. I love Mary. I just think like a lot of current Parisians, they don't have any claim to fame other than the like iconography, I guess, of being Parisian. So they just really hold on to it. Like, they're just, like, otherwise mundane people. But, like, that's their personality trait. And it's like, you know what? They get best Like, it's, it, you really need to calm down. Um, that being said, I still, I, I really love this city. But I also wanted to give some background for the phone story. Since Natalie got to Paris, like, the second day, the Wi-Fi in my apartment just stopped working. Okay, so more background. Is Wait, that I'm literally talking. I cheshed her. Okay, that's not... Okay, so, as you know, the last episode we did was about Chesh, 
And how and much people believe in it too much and put and too much emphasis like, on it. Yeah, in their lives. I'm like, it's so paranoid. You guys are crazy. Like, so many weird things have happened to us since that episode. Okay, to me, can you, Natalie, you're really interrupting me a lot. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. I, I, this is what happens when we record in person. Like, we're actually gonna end up killing each other at the end of this episode. No, because you're like, so many weird things happen. Like, no, so many irresponsible things happen. No, and but you're this blaming is, it on Chesh. No, no. Aside from aside from this weekend, even before you got here, oh, like yeah. fucked up things were happening that were not. Yeah, this I'll explain this weekend. But anyways, a lot of things that just felt like Chesh happened uh, since the episode. And I kept joking, like, I kept telling my mom. And she's like, oh, why do you think this happened? Like, something as small as, like, I forgot what happened, happened to my hair. And I'm like, Chesh Bude. And then she's like, no, really. I was like, wow, the fact that my mom is now telling me, oh, really? <laughs> no, really. And I'm like, no, Chesh Bude. Um, so, yeah, the the thing with the wi-fi as soon as natalie got here the wi-fi in the apartment stopped working and i feel really bad about it i actually wasn't gonna blame you on the podcast but you know what maybe we'll take that route oh so you wanted to blame me make me feel bad in real life but on the podcast you didn't want everyone to know you're such an asshole so you weren't gonna mention that you blamed me for everything <laughs> no because you did you did chesh my uh <laughs> oh my god no not not the why you just <laughs> Do you guys see, like, how Millie manages to blame everything that goes wrong in her life on me? Okay, I'm, oh my god, I can't. We can't talk about it. I can't. So, so the Wi-Fi stopped working, and then I, I had a French SIM card, but it was month to month, and then it just ended, so I was like, whatever, I'm just here for five more days, because I'm coming back to LA, and probably when this episode comes out, I'll be back, so... I was like, oh, it's fine. I won't need to renew it. And like my US phone sometimes works. It's fine. We have Wi-Fi at the apartment. Then the Wi-Fi stops working. Then I leave my phone at this restaurant. And actually, no, it wasn't because so many people would contact me. I was just like, oh, whatever. Like I didn't want to touch it because there was food. I was like, I don't even need to use my phone because we have Natalie over here putting the Shrek filter on our entire Paris trip. So what do I need a phone for? It's like Shrek is here on the trip with us. Yeah, so he's Shrek, like, if you didn't he know, he doesn't deserve to be in the stories. Like he came on vacation with us. It's me and Shrek. He's our pimp, actually. For anyone who wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, he's the one who's Get out who of made my this swamp. dream. Who made this dream possible? Imagine like um. Like, we have, like, customers coming to our brothel, and, like, if we want them to leave, we're like, get out of my swamp. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway. So. For the so record, that, we're not actually running a brothel, just in case. And you guys took us seriously. <laughs> no, what do you mean? No, we stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might find out that we really are. Um, so. Um, the pro- for, for a discount on your first night, use... <laughs> Use code PGP. Ten <laughs> <laughs> percent oh <my God>. off. <laughs> oh my! Wait, this joke has gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so, and then the keys. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not done. So we. So I, yeah, the phone thing. I don't know if anyone even. But I. Uh, we we promise we have things of value to discuss but it's just like this I don't know so I I just kept it there and then 
we realize when we come back to the apartment, we won't have any service either because there's no Wi-Fi here. So the next day, um, thankfully, I'm really good with geography. So I was able to get us to the <laughs> breakfast place that I wanted to take Natalie. And uh, anyway, so yeah, we, we eventually figured it out. We got Wi-Fi at a department store and retrieved my phone. But the night before that was even more, I mean, by far oh was the most hectic night. So I wanted to take Natalie to this cute hotel bar and we did. And it was like such a mission to get there. And we, but we dressed really nicely. It was going to be like a, I don't know, like they had, they had music. There was still like dancing yeah. that could have done. So but Natalie, finally we get there, we're dressed nicely, like in our heels and this little outfits and... Uh, Natalie connects to the Wi-Fi and you know as soon as she's on the Wi-Fi can I take over from here I went on Instagram and there's this Israeli DJ I follow this girl her name is Magit Kakun and like I'm obsessed with her and have like the biggest girl crush on her and like it's not like she's a really great performer like she's just such a vibe like some people when they DJ they just look way too focused and like look bored as fuck and they're not interesting to watch and like she's just like so great and like I've always wanted to like see her live but like she's in fucking Israel and I haven't been there in years um and then I see on Instagram that she posted a picture at the Arc de Triomphe <laughs> the Arc whatever yeah the triumphant arc what is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is it the triumphant arc <laughs> Anyway, I saw that she posted a picture and she's like playing in Paris tonight, like so excited, like Lincoln bio, whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, Millie, we have to go. Like one of my favorite DJs I've wanting to see, been wanting to see for like years is like here in Paris at the same time as me. Like I have to go see her play. So I got us tickets and we're like, okay, let's finish our dirty martinis and let's fucking book it. Uh, we had to go back to the Airbnb first because it's not an Airbnb, whatever the apartment. We had to go back to the apartment first to change our outfits because we were in heels and and like cute little outfits, and whatever. And you're not gonna go to like a rave that goes until six a.m. unless you're an idiot. Well, yeah, you, of course, I never had any intention to stay at this rave until six a.m. But I yeah. Did. We, yeah, well, you could have figured that out on your own, and well, <laughs> so I'll take I'll take over from here. Oh, so yeah. we had to come back to change, and it was really rushed. And also, like, uh, oh, the another issue was that we couldn't order Ubers uh, from here because there was no Wi-Fi. But somehow, my phone was still working. That. I could order an Uber. So I just quickly ordered it while I had the service. And because it was quite late to like go take, you know, anyway. So, so I order it and that gave us like just two seconds to change. And I had to change my bag. And yeah, I was really rushed. And then we go downstairs. And as soon as we're in the Uber, I realized I was like, shit, Natalie, I don't have the keys. And for the record, this was my second night here. My first night... Like, the first day, every time we left the apartment, I was like, oh, Millie, do you have the keys, right? And, like, every time she was like, yeah, I have the keys, I have the keys. So, this time when we were leaving, I'm like, I'm not going to ask her again, like, Millie, you do have the keys? And, like, make her feel like an idiot. So, I was like, whatever, she has them. 
And then we're in the Uber and it turns out she didn't have them. But to be fair, this is the first time that's happened to me. Yeah, it's my fault because I trashed her. No, okay, no. Seriously, jokes aside, no, it's it's not it's not that this time is not the chest thing. Yeah, it's just like I've been so alone. Like I'm used to just doing everything on my own and then Natalie being here with me 24-7, like I'm just a little bit geege and out of it. And yeah, I forgot. You know what I mean? I'm distracted. It's not because of you, Natalie, as a person. It's just like any other human that's with me. I'm kind of distracted. I'm out of my zone. So whatever, I forgot the key. And then I just like start, you know, having a panic attack in the car. <laughs> Natalie's like, whatever, like, we'll just have fun at this point. Like, what are we going to do? We'll just have fun. Well, I was right. You were, I didn't um. see her. <laughs> and um <laughs> Yeah, so we we were at this rave until 6 a.m. And this, <laughs> I never get hit on. And then this guy was like, oh he just, God. he was so aggressive. And at, at toward, like, I think at like 5 a.m. I kind of checked out mentally. I was just like, I literally was falling asleep while standing. And this guy kept trying to dance with me and like, and I was cold. So my arms were crossed and he like, he tried to pull my arms apart and I just looked at him like, I'm sorry, like, I'm really tired. And he's like, he, and he's like, oh, you're, he didn't say like, you're rejecting me. He wasn't French, he was Spanish. So he kept speaking in Spanish to me and I was like, I said I could speak French or English. And then he's like, okay, English, English. And then he just like was implying that I'm rejecting him. And I, I'm really good at like how to handle these types of guys. I'm just like, no, it's, I know if I hardcore reject, then they might become aggressive. So I was like, no, honestly, I'm, I don't even know what that sound was that just happened when <laughs> this apartment is old. So I was just told this guy that, no, I'm really tired. It has nothing to do with you. And then he like kept grabbing me again. And he's like, he's like, you know, I'm not going to rape you. It's not that you think I'm going to rape you. And I was like, no, I know you're not going to rape me. And then I was like, what the fuck? I can't believe I just had to utter those words. No, I don't think you're going to rape me. Like how, what? What kind of world are we living in now that I have to? It's like why do you? Why would you even bring that up? You're a complete stranger. That was just like it was just a, such a strange conversation. At some point, he tried to touch my face, and then I pushed him, and I was like, "I said, like, that was too far. Don't fucking touch me." My <laughs> my, it's not even like a sexual thing. It's like a don't touch my skin. Everyone know I don't like my face to be touched. Yeah, Millie doesn't even like it when I touch my own face. She's yeah. like, stop touching, you're going to break out. I'm like, I forgot, sorry. Yeah. Um, I met the nicest guy, though. No, he was nice to both he, of us. He was such a gentleman. like, And like he was like dancing with me, like next to me the whole night. Because like, I don't like when people try to dance with me, but we're like dancing like beside each other, like having a good time. And like anytime he would pull me like closer to him to like dance, he would also pull Millie in to make sure that like, because like he saw like we're there together, like to, like, not leave her out and make her feel alone. Like, he was just, like, very, like, yeah. friendly. No, like, a very friendly really, guy. Yeah. I, I don't know his name. Whatever. Right. Who cares? I mean, the overall, the music was really good. We all saw Sebastian Legere. Yeah. Great DJ. Um, overall, it was a fun night. And then... So, yeah, we... Came the time to go home at 6 a.m. Also, when we went home at 6 a.m., so this place was right across, like, right by the Eiffel Tower. The lights were off. It looked yeah, so yeah. ugly. It it looked like uh, a wire tower for like cable. <laughs> it did. <laughs> like you know how people post those like memes of like wire towers in like Wisconsin for cable, and they're like, yeah. oh, the Eiffel Tower. Like it actually looked like one of those. <laughs> uh, 
Anyway. I'm going to get kicked out of here. <laughs> I'm leaving in two yeah, days Yeah, anyway. we'll release this when we leave. <laughs> yeah. Um... No, if we get kicked out of Paris, it's because you keep making dinner reservations and we keep showing up an hour later. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Persian girl We're going to get, like, blacklisted like, for being per- too Persian. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, then it came time to go home. We go outside, we call an Uber, and we get back to the apartment, and we're like, okay... Maybe we can pick the lock because Millie has seen in movies that it's so easy to pick locks and apparently like movies are reality. And we're like, okay, we're going to pick this lock. So she looks up a YouTube video on how to Wiki pick how. locks. Not YouTube. <laughs> I was sorry. on WikiHow. So we took one of like Natalie's rave glasses and like took, used the wire of the end of the glasses and like you put like she had, we I had put a car a key. key. Yeah. So we use like half her car key, half the pick and then you like twist it. But it wasn't working. Obviously. Then I FaceTime my ingenious cousin, sketchy person, Alaya, for some advice. Shout out to her. And uh, she was like, oh, use your try to use your card. And then we realized it was a deadbolt. And then and she, broke her card. To which, the, yeah, I broke. <laughs> well, it was a gift card to Kos. <laughs> they're gonna bleep that (laughs) yeah it's our favorite store (laughs) and then she's like you're fucked and then uh yeah it was just it was a disaster like seriously was falling asleep and we thought yeah it was was, yeah there is no super and it's like i'm subletting so we couldn't we thought like oh well if it's like 6 30 there must be people up but it doesn't get light here until like eight But then these two guys came in, and then we tried to ask them, is there a super? And he's like, oh, yeah, down the block, there's a little supermarket. I think they're open. And we're like, no, not that. No, that's not what we're talking about. Oh. He's trying to give us directions to a supermarket. No, but they also... (laughs) No, I think he was saying the person lived. No, they weren't even no, friends. No, they, they were like, we don't even live here. I know, and I was like, great, right, why are there other supermarket. people? He was like, yeah, there's a cute little market. I think they're open soon, like down the block. Like, oh, I don't know. I was so, so out of it. Anyway, so um, Millie looks up like like cafes nearby that might be open. And we found this like one. It's not even a cafe. It was No, like, I didn't look up cafes nearby. I was trying to look up a locksmith nearby. And then we walked to two and they were both closed, even though they said they were open. And then I was like, okay, we just need it. It was so cold. I thought I was going to die. So we just went to this like random shitty boulangerie and sat there. And then... Well, explain what a boulangerie is. um, It's just a pastry shop. Okay, thank you. But it was shitty pastries. It, it looked like one of those, like, quote-unquote pastry shops, like, at the gas station. Yeah. But there was no gas station. It's yeah. just... Or, yeah. like, those shitty Korean donut places. He was so nice to us, though. No, he was really nice. So, whatever, we just get tea, um, and I asked him if there's any locksmiths, and, like, I didn't even know the word for, like, it's not that's not something I learned when I've been learning French, so then... Uh, like I'm totally delirious. Find a number of one locksmith that's open, and I don't, of course, have service on my phone, so I asked to use his phone, and I'm like delirious, calling this French people, like talking. I don't even know how I had this conversation because I don't even, I don't know any terms for locks and doors and stuff. So 
somehow like make an appointment for this locksmith to come but they couldn't come until 10 but they couldn't come until 10 so then i was like okay natalie let's go to this hotel lobby that i know (laughs) and then like it wasn't open but we saw like a delivery guy going into the hotel so we just like walked in yeah we like followed him straight like went downstairs (laughs) used the bathroom and then like came on the couch and then this the like guy came and he's like uh bonjour like what are you doing here and then I explained that anyways but then eventually the the person that I'm subletting from messaged me like don't get a locksmith like I have an extra keyword coming so but we didn't sleep until 11 30 a.m yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it's been like a really long (laughs) yeah and this is the third time I've been locked out of an apartment in Paris not in this trip but like other times but uh but honestly if all these things didn't happen like it wouldn't be a typical millie natalie yeah no i've been saying we've been like making up for lost time and all the shenanigans we would normally get into it had to be pushed into this like one week yeah because i haven't we haven't seen each other since early june since natalie's birthday in miami yeah so it's really sad we're like in a long distance relationship long distance podcast yeah, I'm just waiting for LDP. Millie to, like, realize she needs to move back to New York. Well, so. I... I, <laughs> I might have to start advertising if anyone knows any sublets in, in New oh, York yeah. if, for if January. Any, if any listeners uh, know any sublets, hit a girl up. Yeah. Because Millie's looking for one. Because she doesn't want to live with me in Long Island with my oh, messy my room God. and my dog. <laughs> oh, my God, you... There's literally no room to walk. Shut up. <laughs> no, there's a path between all the piles of clothes for walking. Um, okay, wait one second. We're back. Um, so I guess, uh, as you can see this week, we kind of um, told you guys about our vacation and everything we've been doing. And I kind of want to discuss a theme in the Persian community um, that in a way shames girls for experiencing life and like living their life before they're married and contrast to make girls feel like they need to get married in order to travel, in order to live their life, in order to experience things. And it, I think it gives people the wrong incentives for marriage and like leads, in my opinion, to getting married for the wrong reasons and at the wrong times, like too early because you think that you need to be married in order to go and live your life and to travel and to do a lot of things that should be normalized for girls to do on their own. It's normalized, but it's, I think what it is is that it's more like, everyone says, oh, you should have show at it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hopefully like, God willing with your husband. And it's so it's like, okay, yeah, technically, yeah, you can't, no one's stopping us. Yeah. You know, you can do those things, but it's more, it's more encouraged to do it with someone else. Um, but then also, like, I think we're, me and Natalie, again, like, we're, we're relatively lucky, whereas our parents are not, like, they're more progressive in those ways. So we do travel alone and, like, we do, do you know what I mean? We have these experiences, but, 
there are so many people that message us that listen to the podcast people that we know in real life like in real life you know because in in other (laughs) we operate in other realities too uh that they they can't they literally can't do those things or they don't have the or they feel like they're going to be shamed for doing those things exactly. and ruin their opportunities to get married. Like I, but I it's just... yeah. I guess well, the thing is like I think this is what we were sort of talking about at this bistro the other day. I did want to bring this up, but we won't get too details about the person. But like in the sense that, how much of it? How much is it? Ugh, that's not the right way to word it. When you don't do something, like how much of it really is because your family isn't allowing you like at some point it's like okay your family won't allow you or or not that they won't allow you like they literally can't stop you for example let's say i mean i know some instances where <laughs> you you really can't do anything hashtag britney spears conservatorship but she's free now um <laughs> that was like she that's why she had to be with a persian guy because only he could understand <laughs> <laughs> oh my god are are all persian kids just living in conservatorships yeah like low-key but it's like you know what i mean if you're not actually being stopped and like if you really wanted to you would so natalie was telling me about this person that uh she like she natalie thinks she could have done better and she kind of settled in this marriage and um i'm just like well maybe she can't it's not that okay like if you could do better, then maybe, and you don't. That's maybe because you can't. I don't know. I, that sounds really. I don't know how. I'm not wording it correctly, but it's like it's not just about like what qualities you have on paper. It's like your drive and willingness to do it. It's like, okay, well, yeah, sure. If you're sad that you didn't go out and get those experiences, like, well, maybe then you're just not the person meant to have those. Because if you really wanted to, you would have. Yeah, I I kind of agree with what you're saying that like your life is only what you make of it. So like if you choose to like not be that person who goes and does those things, then you just won't have those experiences. You're just not that person. But then uh, our friend that we were sitting with, uh, she was saying, oh, like, no, she was kind of defend. Not that she knows this person, but she was like, you guys don't know, like her family could be really intense. She's scared. She's young. Like she doesn't know better but no there there is kind there is kind of a theme like i think it takes a mental breakthrough like when you grow up in a certain type of family to to like finally realize like wait they can't actually physically stop me yeah because like i think even me and you like i think we went through these breakthroughs just at a really young age and that's why we were able to just like live our lives like also our parents weren't that bad but I think at a certain age, I thought that, like, I could be stopped and that I wasn't allowed to do certain things. And then, like, I just had that breakthrough. I was like, oh, wait, who's going to fucking stop me? Like, they're just going to think of me differently, but I don't care. Mm -hmm. It goes back to the episode we did. I'm like, what's going to happen? But, okay, obviously, we, like, in that episode, if you listen to it, you know that me and Natalie are saying, like, we were talking about how a lot of things are Amrikai friends, like they don't understand that oh, why we can't do certain things because it'll upset our parents. So like we still, there is some sort of, of course, like there is a fear about certain things that we just, we can't do. But um, 
Yeah, but then it goes back to what you were saying, Natalie, about normalizing where, yeah, I think maybe that is the right word for this context where it's like, okay, well, just like going on, traveling on your own, like that really should be fine. Like, you know, it's if you're going to a third world country, yeah, maybe don't do that. That's, that's not even a, like a gender thing. That's just like a, you know, safety, safety thing. But um, yeah, I just don't know. Normalize really... having experiences outside of marriage. Like normalize doing things on your own, normalize, like, being independent, like, normalize not being the type of girl that moves from your parents' house to your husband's house and just never has their own, like, place. Or not necessarily I'm saying, like, go rent your own place to be a person, but, like, I'm saying, like, just be your own person. Like, just, like, normalize doing things on your own and not always needing someone to either financially support you or, like, mentally tell you it's okay to do these things. Like... Yeah, I just feel like so many people like my grandma would always tell me she's like I didn't get to experience life because I literally got married off at 13 and was just my husband's wife and then I was just a mother and I just never got to travel and I never got to experience and she would always tell me like don't miss out on life like like humans live until such an old age like wait. humans live until <laughs> such an old age <laughs> no but like yeah, we're not dying at, like, 43 of, yeah. like... No, our lifespan is longer now. <laughs> yeah. So, she would just always tell me, like, go out and experience life, go, like, travel, go do all the things that I never got the permission to do because I was just, like, considered my father's property and then was given away to another man and then I was my husband's property and I never really had a say in anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I had as many kids as my husband wanted to have. I moved wherever my husband wanted to move I just supported him and like supported his dreams but I didn't have my own but yeah and and these experiences are what cultivate your world a lot of people they get into relationships or they stay in it because they don't know how to manufacture their own reality essentially they take on the lives of their partner and then when the relationship isn't going well or there might not they see that it could potentially just not be like a functioning relationship or a healthy one they don't leave because they're so afraid of what their life would look like because their life became their partner's life became their life yeah so it's like this cat what is not it's like a catch 22 catch 22 and you're gonna say cat and mouse no i I was gonna say chicken and the egg oh like what that also didn't make sense it's a catch 22 yeah whatever Anyway. No, but it's like it's a it's it's kind of this loop where okay, you don't do things on your own because maybe you're afraid and you're like, "Oh, well, who am I? What am I?" But when you do those things, that's when you become yourself. Like I think there's a lot of development to be made mm-hmm. when you make like I don't know, th- of course like yeah, not everyone can just, like, get up and leave and go somewhere. Do you know what I mean? I understand that. But um, I don't know. I think that it's really important to have solitary experiences and, yeah, to do things outside of being in a relationship. So, because, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it'll feed the person that you become. So when you enter a relationship, you're not just, like, you know what I mean? You also have an identity and you also have your own... I don't know. If this I mean, is yeah, we, we were talking making... about this and we were saying that, like, obviously not everyone is like this, but I see a pattern in most of my girlfriends 
that when they get into a relationship, their man doesn't take on their life. Their man doesn't join their friend group. It's like the girl joins his friend group, becomes friends with all of his friends, is always spending time with his family. And then when the breakup does happen, unfortunately, the girl is more heartbroken than the guy because the girl isn't just losing her boyfriend she's losing all his friends that he now she now made she's losing his family that she spent so much time with and what is he losing he's only losing her like he still has his friends he still has his family so it's kind of like it even makes those type of things harder on girls because they tend to take on their boyfriend's life and they tend to take on like all aspects of his life his family his friends and then you have so much more to lose in a breakup and then you're so much more empty after the breakup because like now you have to come back to your friends and be like hey guys like what's up like long time no see well some people they don't maybe they don't even have that to come back to um like I really do feel for as much as I I feel like maybe I sounded a little bit judgmental a few minutes ago like oh if you really wanted to you would or like it was your choice to get married earlier. Like I don't, I really don't know the situations. But, like I know that there are young women alone in marriages, and like they don't have anyone else. Um, fuck, that's actually kind of dark, and I don't have anything to offer. Um, <laughs> maybe I. I also think I know this is like kind you of can unrealistic. Listen to us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know this is kind of unrealistic, but like I always, um, I know so many women that like had kids, like either got married way before most of their friends and had kids before their friends, and because of that, they were kind of going through the whole process of like having kids like alone, and they would just spend all day with their kids, and like they would like tell me they're like Natalie, I'm going crazy all day. I'm speaking in baby talk to my baby, and have no one else to like really hang out with because like me and all my friends are on such a different like path in life at the moment. Um, so like, I, it's not necessarily realistic, but like my like dream was always to like get married around the same time as my close friends and like have babies around the same time so we can like all go through it together. Actually, I recently met. Um, I'm working in real estate right now in Brooklyn and I recently met this girl I was showing like a shared family like townhouse to it was like a home in Brooklyn that was split into two like separate houses and I was asking her I was like oh it's like what's your situation like how like she came alone to view the, the like a townhouse but it's like a five bedroom so I was like oh it's like who's gonna be moving in with you because like I tried to when I'm showing an apartment or a house, like I try to understand the demographic of the client. Mm -hmm. So if they don't like the house, I know like what else I could show them, like who they're moving in with, if it's friends, if it's a partner, if it's their kids, whatever. Um, And it was actually a very interesting situation. She was um, getting divorced and she had two daughters and her friend um, was not married to the cousin of her husband, but, like, had a baby with the cousin of her husband. So, like, her husband, her soon-to-be ex-husband's cousin was her friend's, like, baby daddy. So, like, they had ended up with two guys that were related and, like, had kids around the same time, and they were all girls. And she was leaving her husband, and her friend was leaving the baby daddy because they both sucked as partners. Um, And they decided to take their kids and move in together 
into this house. It sounds I, like a beginning of a movie. I know. I thought it was so cute. And I was that's like, so I was cute. like telling her, I'm like, oh my God, that's so empowering. And like, you guys like fucking rock. Good for you. Go like good for the both of you for supporting each other. No, it sounds really fun. Kind of like a sitcom. Yes. Like I always like wanted to like have kids at the same time as my friends, like raise them together and like, no, I definitely want that path. path of life together and like, yeah, try to get married around the same time. Let's have like a pregnancy pact. No, I'm down. Yeah. I need yeah, I need you to be the chill aunt for my kids because <laughs> as you know I have <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna be intense as a mom. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm well I'm very good at discipline. Yeah, that's what I mean by you're gonna be an intense mom. <laughs> Like, my kids are going to be the annoying kids that, like, when your kids come over to my house, they're going to learn all these, like, bad habits, and then they're going to back, go back to your house and be like, Natalie lets her kids do this. Yeah, so <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, I fucking don't want to let my kids come to your house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was a very well-behaved child. Just naturally. I was very calm. I was, like, because I always hung out with the adults. Like, my yeah. mom, I was an only child, and my mom always brought me around with her friends. So, like, I, I was always just, like like mature well-behaved like like listen to adult conversations Mm -hmm. and my mom was just like act mature and like nobody will think it's weird that you're here and I'm like okay cool let's do this (laughs) interesting yeah I mean I wasn't an only child but my parents also treated me like an adult no but yours was like next level because sometimes I'll talk to you about like experiences I had as a kid and like different games I played and like you like (laughs) You like weren't allowed to play. Some of you weren't allowed, but she's like, yeah, my parents were like, oh, that's for children. And I'm like, wait, but I, I am children. <laughs> I am child. I like, am child. Let me play game. <laughs> but no, whatever. I'm happy. This friend of mine like freaked out when she found that I'd never seen High School Musical. She's like, what, what was your childhood? You've never seen High School Musical? No. Oh, my God. Ew. I went to a High School Musical but that was concert. Out of my... Ew. No. I Ew, was you. A... I was a kid. We were like 12. Zach not... Afron was the shit and he Zac still Efron. is. What a... Afron, Efron. Okay, Flan. Oh <laughs> yesterday God. we're at a restaurant and like Millie's trying to like not be pretentious in front of me and like pronounce things like apparently the French way. So like when I asked her like, oh, like what desserts do you want? She's like, oh, well, we can get flan. I'm like, you mean flan? And she's like, oh, well, I was trying to like pronounce it the American way for you. So you wouldn't think I'm being pretentious. I'm like, nobody in America pronounces it flan. I don't know at this point. <laughs> but no, the thing that Natalie does is like, we'll get a menu. She's like, okay, I don't understand any of this, Millie. <laughs> and I'm like, a lot of these things are like, you've gone to French like, well you not, know I'm lazy like this restaurant but, you, you, went but to, you know I'm lazy and you'll know I'll opt out of ever trying if I can get you to just do the work because for like, me. especially in New York there's so many international restaurants like since when are we just eating like I feel like all the menus do you know what I mean like ceviche is not an English word like all these yeah but like I've had <laughs> remember when we talked talk shit about the guy in the early episodes of the podcast oh my god <laughs> I had a day with yeah. this guy who didn't know what ceviche was and <laughs> oh then we god. talked about it and then he he found out that we were talking about him even though it was so anonymous yeah it was like so obscure but like somehow he and was he like at, a, at like a shabbat dinner and he heard yeah. people talking about it and he's like wait that's 
that That's... episode's about me. He definitely felt special for a moment. I'm sorry. Like, he called you and, like, freaked out and, like, yeah, told so you to I remove to it. But, like, he definitely that... felt so cool. You're <laughs> <laughs> so much worse um oh, yeah. yeah i miss wait the- i love every guy's favorite line when i go on a date with them or like if i'm like hooking up with them is like you're gonna talk yeah, about I me know, on your they podcast right and i, like, and I literally look them dead in the eyes i'm like you think that i would waste a minute a second of my podcast on your insignificant soul like you have no meaning in my life yeah like i'm i'm purely no, you literally using you will for just, self-gratification you'll just meet them and be like oh are you gonna talk about this on your podcast like what are you talking about well technically now we are talking about it on our podcast <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah very meta <laughs> but like we're only talking about that one aspect that they all say that like the rest of it like we don't care about you <laughs> I've been filming us recording on my phone because you know we're in person now, so there's no Zoom, and my phone I think just ran out of space. <laughs> it's just like no, <laughs> no, <We're, laughs> and it's overheating. Oh my god! <laughs> All we need is for like no phone. Now, now my phone's gonna break, and we're gonna be phoneless again. Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck. Chov, that's right. So, um, we're in Paris and we want to go enjoy ourselves. So it was nice talking to you guys. Um, <laughs> no shame. No, we're going to go. I like, we haven't been to the Eiffel Tower yet. I want to go yeah, to the Natalie really wants t- to go. Tower de Eiffel. Tour de Eiffel. Uh, de Eiffel. <laughs> um, so next episode coming up is going to be about persian language so you guys if any if there's any because we got um we received a few dms uh in the past month about like from persians who didn't grow up speaking the language and saying how they want to get more in touch with that so we actually have a special episode coming up for that and if there's any words that I don't know, I guess it's kind of vague to ask. Like, if there's any words you guys want to, not really. Know about. Like, I don't know. There might be or expressions like, or phrases. Or phrases. Yeah, um, uh, we're gonna be doing a little thing on that next episode. So, so definitely send us um, your DMs, like yeah. of anything that you would like us to cover. Yeah, the next episode. We're very excited for it. Or you could send us a short voice note through. But Instagram. make it short, please. short. Yeah, like keep it under fifty seconds. Yeah, please. So like yeah, so. <laughs> I love you guys. We don't have a tech guy, so <laughs> apparently everyone has a tech guy. So yeah, we need M- Millie's our tech guy. We yeah. <laughs> We need a we need a mansplainer to join PGP. Oh my god, no! I don't want a man. No. We have a tech woman. Yeah, we want a tech. Any woman in tech. We want a fuck girl. Yeah. We want a manic pixie tech woman. Dochter. Dochter tech. What's the word for engineer? Mohandes. Mohandes. If there's a Mohandes out there. Yeah. <laughs> that wants to engin- a, a vocal Mohandes that wants to Mohandes our podcast. <laughs> Hit us Stand up. The fuck up. <laughs> okay. Uh, bonsoir. 
Oval. No, I keep telling I, I keep telling you this. I don't know why. You, when you say hello, you say bonsoir. Like that's the begin. Like it's good evening. And, and but then, then when you leave, no, you say bonsoir. Well, it's a, it's so the so for bon it's like b o n because it's masculine. Yeah. But then bon soirée because there's actually it's feminine. So then it becomes bon. Okay, khodafe. It's like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Peace out.